Welcome back, our little corazones de melocotón. I've missed you, India. Hi, Ruby. I've missed you, too. It feels like it's been forever. As if we don't text every day. Right. But we haven't done a... I know we skipped a week, guys. It was we my didn't, fault. We, it's okay. We all need breaks in life. And we just want to make sure that absence made the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Even though April India's was... dinner is making her <laughs> like burpee. Yeah. April, April was, was a time, though. Woo! It was a shitstorm for me, okay? But we made it to the other side. And here we are. We're in May, baby. We made it to Taurus season out of hectic Aries, out of the hectic, hectic solar eclipse. Oh, yeah. Release. New yeah. chapter. I loved all of them. Like, and the black moon. Solar. Oh, my gosh. It was just. Yeah. Uh, I loved all of the like solar eclipse messaging. It was literally like, leave it. Yeah. Let go. Move on. It's a new chapter. And it very much feels like that, too. Yeah. Like, it feels like a good time. Mm-hmm. Good news is coming. Transitions are happening. We are grateful. Very grateful. Grateful for what we have and grateful in advance for what's coming. Amen. Can I get an amen? Sorry, that's a RuPaul thing. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to run through, we got a new trailer for the show that we've been waiting for all 2022. I know. Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. It's called Ex-Wives Club. Uh, shout out to Taylor Armstrong for apparently naming it as we see in the trailer. And then I'm going to hit India with a surprise headline that I just saw when I was like <laughs> lining up our outline for today because <laughs> it's going to stress me out. And then um, no new sailing yacht. So we'll kind of just like say our general thoughts on what's been going on and down under. And then we'll do our summer house finale because what a fucking journey. Ooh, okay. What a journey. Season that six episode day. was insane. I need to like re, I just need to binge it. And then one of my coworkers told me that now that Peacock has ownership of all of the seasons of each franchise of Real Housewives, they released like, I guess on Instagram, little blurbs about each show and they gave essential episodes too. So like if you don't want to like rewatch an entire series or watch an entire series for the first time, they gave you like four to five key episodes. I don't know how you do that. Oh my gosh. But I think I want to do that when we get off the, well, what comes on tonight? Oh, Merit at First Sight. Um, but That's I, your jam. I think I want to like try that this weekend, like watching it. Like I don't really want to like do much this weekend. I just want to like, besides work. Um, so I might like binge that. Yeah. Let me know how that goes. I'm like, like try that the one I need to keep, I keep forgetting that I need to commit to, cause I just get sucked into either things I've already watched is uh married to medicine. I like had gone through season one and then like or maybe almost all of season one. And I've seen the most recent season because I'm chaotic and I'll just jump into yeah. anything. But it's just, they make me laugh so hard that like I want to be paying attention when I'm watching it. It's not something I want in the background while I'm doing other stuff. Yeah, I need to watch. Oh my gosh, speaking of, I did not watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. I had just have not had time. Well, you know, I, I don't care too much yeah, with that cast. I don't have no. much to say. I will, like, just briefly comment on it next week, but this week I have nothing. Um, and I know that love match, so we're going to be covering that. That starts yes, Sunday. Yes, Sunday. We will be, if it's not, like, not that it's not going to be raggedy, but, like, as long as it's giving us something. Yeah, we're, we're not going to fully commit, if, as long as it's giving us something. Yeah, um, and maybe we'll just touch on some, like, Beverly Hill. Well, we'll have sailing yachts still. So we'll do a little bit of that. And then maybe we'll just give you chimes of Beverly Hills um, from the week prior once it premieres, because it'll premiere on the 11th. So we won't get to it next week, but maybe the week after we'll just, you know, hit some highlights. So yeah, definitely. Then later we'll have Dubai, June 1st. So let's dive into the Ultimate Girls Trip 2 trailer. We've been waiting because these are like the thirstiest of the cast ever because the first cast we had what they called like the all-stars where it was just like mostly OGs if not all no because Kenya was not an OG and Cynthia wasn't but kind of like all-stars you know like people who have been solid on the show for years and years and years and like either fan favorites or kind of you know I felt like most of them were the ones who were the glue to their cast either the star or the glue you know because you had like a Teresa or a Melissa or you had Kyle or Ramona and Luann. So 
it was kind of like the, you know, big wigs. And then now we have all the rejects. Yeah. And a lot of them were the big, like, cause Tamara and Vicky were on top and then mm-hmm. they got chaotic. So they got cut and same with Jill cut and same with Renette, cut or put on pause as Andrew yeah. wants to say. Um, and then same thing with like Taylor Brandy, Eva. I, I don't know how Eva got there. They just Me need either. somebody else around Atlanta. <laughs> like, For real, because I'm like, okay. This Eva is, is a mismatch choice. in the whole thing. Phaedra, like, whoo, the chaos. Maybe yeah. if Portia hadn't been let go yet, they would have put Portia and that would have also been. Oh, that would have been chaos. Chaos. I wish. Eva just seems like a bad fit, but. Eva is just like the Leah McSweeney of yeah. <laughs> that cast where it's just like what are you doing here you lost I wouldn't but, see, even say Leah McSweeney I would say she's like the who's a really off another like really bad leak the uh what's her name from Teddy Mellencamp <laughs> oh my god oh my god don't trigger me not her she's Teddy Mellencamp who Mellencamp. gave who gave Kim Kardashian her diet plan for the Met Gala <laughs> did she really no, I'm kidding. Oh, um, I'm sure. But Kim, like, Kim is, this is not right, like, was bragging about how she lost 16 pounds in three weeks for the Met Gala dress because she was eating tomatoes or something. And, like, saying it with a sense of pride, of course, because our society. And uh, somebody was like, shout out to All In by Teddy Mellencamp. Okay. Because <laughs> of, like, her little meal plants that are also 500 calories a day. Oh, no. See, that's not, yeah, it, that's it's not something very, to, like, advertise. Yeah, and it's like always. It's not a secret that celebrities go to very unhealthy standards to like sixteen pounds meet things, but yeah, it's wrong. And the dress wasn't even giving what it, it needed to give, so it was. I not, really like no type it, of gilded. It was not but, gilded age. It was it no. Was, okay, don't make me mad because everybody misinterpreted. I'm gonna put what the Vogue gave the brief before. The theme was American like anthology of fashion mm-hmm. then in a winter because what they did because they're dumb as fuck they did a two-part theme because they they had to have their little met gal in 2021 despite covid so they did a september one which confused the commoners too who don't know any better so they did a two-part theme both of them are about american fashion so it was like redefining what american fashion is like invoking american designers mm-hmm. american experience and then because they didn't want to do the same thing twice right because it's okay america again great um anna wintour added like a dress code like a formality like when you go to a wedding right and they're like cocktail attire yeah. black tie optional so she said gilded glamour and white tie so what she was saying was like dress the fanciest fucking thing you've ever been mm. and everyone keeps saying gilded age and the word age was never written on the invitation because mm. yes i personally received one no <laughs> but i read the fucking brief so everybody wanted like the Bridgerton or everybody wanted like, you know, some that like that HBO Max show that's on now. And, and it's like, yeah. that's not what it was. That's not what it was. Y'all. But some people were dressed that way. And I definitely and some people were dressed that way and made it look good. Yeah. And that's fine, too. But I just want to make it clear that a lot of people met like she uh, what are what's her face? Kim met both the theme and the attire. It just wasn't exciting. Yeah. But I did appreciate not the weight loss part, but in theory, the commitment to the execution of like doing a dress that's a very classic dress. You know, it was the actual dress very and Marilyn like Monroe. doing the hair and like the makeup. So I appreciated that commitment to execution, but I do not condone doing hazardous things to your physical person um, in order to invoke society standards. But in that, she was very American and very on theme. So yeah shout out to her for being american bbl and all yeah everyone was like did she suck it out and then they're like no she actually just didn't zip the dress up that's why she had the jacket on but yeah she was very american um again it wasn't meant to be gilded age like congrats to billy eilish for whatever she wore i guess but that's not what it was about but i liked like lizzo's was giving gilded but to me match the attire I don't even like Sarah Jessica Parker that much, which I know is like an internalized misogynistic thing to use as a disclaimer, but I'm just saying like, she's not my style. And usually I'm like, yeah, it's pretentious how much people care about this stuff. But in a sea of people fucking up the brief, I appreciate it. She took, she put a lot of thought. She chose a designer that's like very kind of like very much redefining American fashion. Mm -hmm. And he and her like 
went through what all of her design meant. And like one of our friends, Danny, she sent me like the whole explanation as to how they came to be with this dress too, about like a very um, like little known African-American designer back in that same era of like those late 1800s, early 1900s. (laughs) I was like, who broke into your apartment? No, it's my dryer. (laughs) Oh, I mean, not my dryer, my washer. I got nervous for a second. Yeah, mine are always Halloween. Oh, I haven't, and there's a pillow. So I'm like, what the fuck? They have a mind of their own because mine, I was doing the delicate cycle the other day and I was just like, I'm like, what's in there? Did I drop like a bucket of coins? Like make it end. This isn't delicate at all. It sure wasn't. And like all my clothes were like, they look like I have to steam everything because they were all strung out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. yeah and i'm like this is a brand new washer and dryer so we're not um we're just not at that level yet we will be one day but <laughs> for now these i said we're just not at that level yet of like perfect appliances yeah well luckily this is a new building so i just moved guys to a brand new apartment no yes. one's no new one has chapter. lived in this apartment i'm the first to use everything oh that's kind of nice no one's ass has been on the toilet nothing <laughs> <laughs> That's and all the appliances luxury, are new. baby. That and is they're like luxury. Full, they're like full-bodied. Is that the word for it? Full-bodied washer and dryer, which is great. Um, so, yeah. I don't know why it's doing that. Um, anyway. Good grief. But, yes. Um, okay, back to... <laughs> we, like, left the whole girl's trip thing. Oh, because we are talking about Eva. We are talking about... I don't, I don't want to know how we got here, so... Oh, we were doing so well in India. We said we were new and like new chapter and went back to our tomfoolery, like Sorry. hitting microphones. Oh gosh. Having I'm incidents. Trying it. I'm trying. It, we're still ourselves, y'all. We haven't changed who we are. Um, so anywho, I'm excited because it has for this ultimate girls trip too. Like apparently I think they were only supposed to film like two days and there was so much shit going on that they like extended it to like five or six. Which also is stupid that they were going to film for two days and get, really? like, what were they going to do, like, episodes? a two-day, like, a two-episode special? That would have been dumb as shit. That's so, weird. So, yeah, I'm excited. Like, as problematic as she is, I love Brandy Fire starting some shit. I love it. It's what I need in my body. Her face I, looks so wild, though. I mean, they all do. Like, because when you later go look at, like, the cast photo as, like, a group at a distance, it's like, wow, that's, like... Avengers Infinity War and then when they do the solo shots up close everybody's face is the same it's, and you know what I mean when I say that yeah <laughs> it's just like a puffy marshmallow cat muppet <clears throat> yes that was like the best term I ever learned yeah same uh, oh and also Orange County what trash fire everyone but Shannon Whew, that reunion was rough only two episodes and they both needed to not be there. Yeah. Although, actually, I would still take Noella. I love how mad Noella makes them. Because she's so ditzy. <laughs> and just, like, doesn't give a fuck. Not, does she's not, not give a fuck. And she's really not that ditzy. She's just good at acting ditzy. Yeah. And she knows how to play them. And so it's hilarious because I love to see her ruffle. Um, feathers. Heather and Gina's feathers, yes. for sure. Um, and I also loved at the end when they all had to do like a compliment to each other and it's like each person pick a person and no one picked Emily. So Heather like had to say it. Since nobody spoke about Emily, I'll say, and I was like, dang girl, you could have just said, oh, can I add something about Emily? But she had to, she had to make sure that she mentioned that no one, but including her thought to mention her. It was amazing. (laughs) Wonders never cease time that i'll just never never get back even though shannon looked amazing and she had a facelift which is yes she said cut that skin out of my neck come on dr ombe i will be the same way at 50 60 years old cut the skin off my neck okay i just hope i don't have that much skin on my neck i feel like she because she just yo-yoed so much you know what i mean like she just wasn't taking care of herself (laughs) sorry is that rude (laughs) ma'am that's a term like when your weight is yo-yoing yeah I get it. I get it. But she did. She. (laughs) This is now an ASMR (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Like those girls that laugh and they're like, (laughs) or whatever it is. Right. (laughs) That's completely wrong, but you know what I meant. 
Um, did you have any highlights from that trailer though for Girls Trip 2? Um, just the part where Phaedra said, What made you think that she was a lesbian? And Brandy said, Her eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy. I really want to know what a lesbian's eyebrows look like. That when Phaedra's rubbing Brandy's head, like, You gotta stop calling people bitches. <laughs> oh, I thought she said, You gotta stop calling them the C word. Um, maybe that's what she said. She, but the word was bleeped out. So maybe it wasn't yeah. bitches. But yeah. I can't remember. Those- Did they do everything unbleeped on Peacock? You know, because like obviously they're believing it for the trailer, but I was wondering. I can't remember. I hope they unbleep it. I hate because now like certain words like bitch and stuff. You know how back when we were kids, like those were like bad words, like pussy and bitch and like I guess. No, now you can say a lot of things. You can say a lot of things because you can say asshole too. Like I think Mm -hmm. you should not be able to say asshole. And yeah, I think you just without it being. I think you can say damn. I think you can say like fucker. Well, I think you could always say damn. Yeah. Like our moms wouldn't let us say damn, but <laughs> but the television could. Right. Yeah. I like what, I what can't wait to part? see I can't wait to see I wanna see who Dorinda fights with and I wanna see who Vicky fights with. They were doing like their little isms, like their little phrases. Like Vicky was like, birds of a, fl- a feather flock together, and I'm not flocking with that bird. And then Dorinda was already slurring in like three of her lines. So she's like, it's not a unicorn. And I was like, yes. <laughs> uh, I don't condone alcohol abuse, guys. I don't think she's an alcohol abuser. I think she just like lets it rip. Right. Definitely you know I mean? lets it rip. She's starting. Um, <laughs> I can never find that gif and I want to use it like all the time. And it just frustrates me to no end. So do you want to hear the thing that I read on Instagram when I was looking for something before yes, we started please this? please tell me. Breaking. <laughs> Allegedly, Peter Thomas has filmed for the new season of Real Housewives of Potomac, and he might be dating Giselle. <gasps> what is her taste? <laughs> her taste is like boundless dark-skinned men. <laughs> She likes them wild. And it's not because, like, I think Peter Thomas Her is a dad very is attractive not going to be happy man. about this. Yeah, yeah I think he's hot. I think he's hot, but, like, he's so toxic. It just seems... I, I don't know the new Peter, so he may, maybe he's changed, but... <laughs> they did the side-by-side. <laughs> they have him looking like Santa, though. <laughs> he looks like Dr. Sebi or something. He is bringing her gifts this holiday season. I just... I can't. I just, I love that she'll do anything for the show. Mm-hmm. That's my take <laughs> on it. Um, we know that I'm a Giselle stand for the past seven years. Nothing's changing. Uh, well, let me be careful because I've said that before. But still, like, even when my faves become problematic as hell, I'll be, like, mad at them for a second. I'm like, they're still my faves. So right. I'm pretty sure nothing will change on my stance about her. But I will howl for every scene if he's in it. I just can't. I just like I just want him to take her to the islands, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the island, baby. baby. <laughs> right, I miss baby. that theme song. Me too. Well, let's take a brief break. Yes. And then we'll be back to discuss below deck. Whoop whoop. All right. Let's swim below deck, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> no one gets to see my fun waves with my hands because this Women. is an audio medium. did you say women i said swimming oh i said something about men today and i said it in mary cosby voice when she said women (laughs) (laughs) i literally needed one male coworker out of the i think four that we have all together and he wasn't at his desk when i needed him and i was just like all right men (laughs) men planning a party for him but whatever. <laughs> Guess it won't be fancy. Nah, it really won't be. It'll be happy hour somewhere that I can walk home from. Yeah. Uh, so below deck, we don't have a new sailing yacht, but we did have, if you have any memories or remnants of Gabby's final episode, they did like the day off, you mm-hmm. know, which is always a great episode because so much stuff happens. And then the poor thing, like it was just too much for her. So she extracted herself from the workplace, which... I wasn't really expecting, but I think she did the right thing for herself. Yeah. I thought maybe Gary would, I mean, not Gary. Glenn. I think Glenn would talk her out of it, but then he was just like, 
I think he felt her vibe and was like, all right, well, like normally I would ask and inquire, but she just very much seemed like she needed to go. So. Yeah. I think he was really good and supportive and like aware of the circumstances of today's world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that people nowadays, they can't just like tell people to like push through it and like mm-hmm. deal. It's like sometimes, and also to me, it's better. Like I would rather have fewer people and have to spread the workload amongst like everyone being equally reliable than like always working around somebody or dealing with someone's ups and downs because like they were constantly referencing is like, she was great when she was up, but when she was down, you know, that really took a toll on everybody. Right. But I think Marcos was equally at fault as far as instigating and like pushing her buttons the way that she would push his. Yeah. Like sometimes she would like when she would do like the accents and stuff and I get it. Like as someone of another culture too, like sometimes you're like, Oh, like it's fine. Like, sometimes it's not like if it's not yours like leave it be you know what I mean oh, I hate when people mock me at all like <clears throat> you know and like acting like I have a valley girl voice or whatever like oh yeah totally like it's just very I feel like yeah. it's just very condescending and rude yeah and I feel like the cultural component like I think she's Afro-Latina so it's like okay you're also Latina but like you I mean we don't know her background but you know presumably she's from the states and so like he's from Venezuela and so like doing like in my country bit like mm, no poor taste like sometimes I will joke and say like on my island like when I'm talking about Puerto Rico but I'm again talking about my island right where you're from yeah like I'm only talking about myself I would like never say that about somebody else's stuff like you just gotta like know boundaries too so like and like you said if you push buttons you gotta be ready for someone to push your buttons too so they both like needed to cool it a bit but at least, like, even if he was in a mood, it never affected his productivity, too. And, like, yeah. that's not to say one person is better or worse, but, like, one person can do their job and one person just can't. Um, I'm really excited for her name is Scarlet. And I was like, cool, that's like a synonym of Ruby. So it's yeah. like, I'm on the load. <laughs> uh, you know, is that how that different. works? <laughs> yeah, it's called osmosis. No. Do you also want to have sex with Gary? Well, nope. No, <laughs> Not complete osmosis. Okay, gotcha. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I would like to take a vow of celibacy. Thank yeah. you. But uh, but we have Scarlet. She's going to wear all the feathers too. She's going to rustle the feathers too. You know, Ash is going to have trouble because this girl is also hot. And mm-hmm. so they're going to have a competition. And I think this girl's not going to let her push her all over the place. So nope. And we still haven't seen the deck hand. So I'm like nervous. I'm like, he better be hot. Because if he's fugly and boring, after all that buildup for him, I'm going to be pissed. Um, and then have you, you said you've been watching Down Under a little bit. Yeah, I, just, I didn't watch, if there was a new episode Thursday. The last episode, you would remember this line, is like it ends with the captain and the chef fighting. And that's when the captain's like, if you're going to raise it three decibels, I'm going to raise it four. And I was like, come on, Captain just Jason. Captain Jason. <laughs> Wait, I think I do remember that then. Yeah, so I think I am caught well, up. Well, they did it for the trail. Yeah, so you might have, but um, the chef was out of pocket, out of pocket, out of pocket, out of pocket, out of pocket. He's so out of pocket. Like, he's so, he's such trash of a person. Like, they were out okay, of Okay, no, the last episode, I, I, the last one I watched was the prom one because the chef or captain. Oh, yeah, like, when he was not included. Yeah, and he was like, hey, can you come take a photo? He's like, all right. And he's still working and captain's looking at him like, I, I love it. I have a screen cool. grab of it because I was like, we're going to use it at some point where he's just like his hip is cocked and his hand is like pointed and he's like, bitch, are you taking the picture or not? Right. Like, um, and when he started dancing at the prom, I was screaming the captain. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know. I just hear the music and I start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally like pictures of him like upside down trying to break dance. I was dead. Uh, I was dead. I loved it, but I was also like, you're insane. Like, actually, you might be unhinged. He is unhinged. And the only thing I don't like about him, unfortunately, are his teeth. Yeah. You know, those are the countries. (laughs) (laughs) We're 
we just stop now? Oh. <laughs> we can't do this show anymore. <laughs> this is the final episode of Pop of Color, which, by the way, I never said the intro. Um, you know, 40 minutes Pop in. Welcome shade. to Pop of Color. <laughs> yeah. Pop of Shade Pod. Um, piece of Shit Pod. Uh, where we talk about Bravo shows that are underrated with inclusive casts. Yeah. You know, people of all <laughs> dental states. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All um, races and all dental states. Woo. Oh my um, gosh. I just slobbered from crying oh. laughing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, from trying to contain our laughs because that, yeah. ta- that was a moment in time. Oh, so anyway, just to give you a preview in the next episode that you'll see, which was the most recent one they it's like you know their break between the charters or whatever and they go to a club and like there's some hecklers at the club yeah. and they like were screaming at the girls like to show them their tits or whatever and it's like nobody can hear someone like that at a club if they're like having fun and dancing so like none of the girls reacted and the chef was like hey stop talking about that like you want to fight you think you're tough and like throwing bottles and stuff and he was like saying that he was doing it to defend the women's honor because he doesn't quote um tolerate disrespect for women after fucking telling Aisha like how many vacuums has she pushed and I was like baby that was not about the other women that no, was like about, that you. Was about you wanting to get riled up and then the bosun guy whose name I can't remember uh that tall man he pulled the chef aside and because you know he like used to be a cop or whatever he's like bro you cannot act all American at this club in Australia like if you throw hands, you will go to jail. And he's like, I was just, where I come from is about loyalty and like respect. And Chicago? like, to go, no, your place, Philadelphia, girl. Oh, Remember that we said that he was like a bad rep for Philly because he's like oh, yeah, the he part of Philly. Oh, I tried to forget that, obviously. You sure did. But no, he's one of yours. And uh, he was acting crazy. And I was like, bro, like, you defend nobody like none of this is about other people it's literally just about yourself so yeah it's just more of him being trash more of benny ignoring uh the bosun because the bosun can't get his leadership shit together it's beyond oh Bertini had a moment oh they're like they're um building up Bertini and culver to hook up so i hope that i know i'm so excited about that. that i love her she's crazy not crazy but you know she's just like Oh, and it's like a bunch of young hot guys on this charter. So she's like flirting with all of them. And I was like, yes, girl, get it. And all the men were like, you should be working. And I was like, I wouldn't be. Mm-mm. I would definitely be talking to these charter guests. Like, what's your Instagram? Thanks. Let me follow you. Yes. Where do we follow each other? Um, and so there wasn't much. But before we get into Summer House, I do want to talk about another podcast hosted by two other great female friends called Above Deck Pod. It's a below deck specific breakdown podcast where Kelly and Sarah, former college roommates, recap an episode of Below Deck and discuss what's new in the Below Deck universe every week. So much like us, a pair of friends, they love their Below Deck and that's their specialty. And you can find their podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Google. Each episode is only about 20 minutes, so it's a lot quicker than our episodes to watch. (laughs) And you can listen to them during your commute or binge them all at once if you like this long format like ourselves. You can follow them on Instagram at Above Deck Pod. Drop the anchor and give them two shots. Above Deck is available where you can find podcasts. So check it out. They're great. Also an entertaining take on all things nautical. Yes. On Bravo. And now, summer house finale. Ooh, what a trip. I can't. Like, what a mortifying hour of my life that I still want to do over and over and over again. Yeah. Sounds like college. Uh, <laughs> which really they does. feel like they're inevitable. I mean, like, Summer House is like college. So I was about to say, Summer House is like what our lives would be like if we just hung out with people from our college for the rest of time. Like, if yeah. we just were like, yeah, like, try pride and just did that forever. <laughs> yeah. Does that mean? Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I'll be there in October, y'all. Don't worry. 10-year reunion. Boop, boop. 2012, hootie hoo. I'm okay. a uh, 2012 lover, but... Yeah, I was going to say, drop in, India. Mm. Our class is better anyway, so I just enjoy it. It was, but doubtful I will. I think I, I was supposed to... I want to go to my own reunion. I mean, I... 
technically speaking, I should have been like class of 2013 if I had like started school in the States. Amen. God was looking out. <laughs> I did not fuck with the 2009 high school or 2013 college. Moving right along to Summer House. Uh, we had left off. So again, like we were out a week. So they had their prom episode last week as well. And if India can get me her prom picture, I will share ours. Oh my God. So you can okay. see what I, little angels I we were. Oh my gosh. My I was like, what a time to be alive. Oof. I love my youth. My Taylor Swift with my Taylor Swift hair. Oh my God. Yes. Give us our song. And then. Oh no, because by then it was love story because you're younger. But yeah, they had their prom party. It was very cute because like we're starting to see the sprinklings of Carl and Lindsay together. Um, Craig surprised Paige. You know, they Which all had a little cute. moment. Yeah, it was cute, even though I hate him. And so they were doing that. And then like a million fireball shots in deep. One, Amanda was FaceTiming her mom. And I was like, I could never. Me either. Like, first of all, no. That's rich people shit. And then secondly, they're like sitting there blasted talking to their mom about the prenup. And then they get into an argument about the prenup because, you know, is it a setup for failures? I don't really care because they're married. Like all of their conflicts to me don't matter because we know they're married in real time. Right. It just, it's, the whole thing was very reminiscent of Jackson Brittany in preparation for their wedding on Vanderpump Rules where it just, they became more and more irritating because every story had to be about them. And then every fight did not matter because we knew that knew they that were they married. married. So it was just like, I wonder how they, that bravo, stop doing. doing that. And then, uh, you know, I enjoyed that. Like when Kyle walked away, he like was stomping around the party and, right. and throwing, throwing, shit around. throwing shit in front of all these guests who don't know why this time he's mad. I was like, it's giving Jax Taylor. It's giving Jax Taylor beyond. So yeah. shout out to Kyle because I used to really like you, but now you're just another Jax to me. Um, I'm sad because we then saw the reunion trailer. So we know this is temporary, but I liked when Paige and Lindsay had that moment of like being mm-hmm. supportive of one another and hugging one another. Yeah. Although too. maybe it was fake on both their ends too, because like it's when Lindsay was like, it's going to come down to Carl or Austin. And it's like, I mean, again, we know what happened in real life, but still like the fact she was still clinging to the Austin concept at the time was just a choice was a, a, a big choice a bold, a bold choice because and i did like it i thought maybe but then you know how sometimes people are drunk and they're more vulnerable yeah and like more bubbling can get along so i was thinking like oh this is just a drunk moment between them and the fact that page is definitely two-faced because one minute you're saying this this is a brothel and then the next minute you're telling Lindsay like it's okay. We're in, we're in the trenches dating. And like, that's what happens. And like, you got to explore. Yeah. It's like, which one is it? Yeah. Is I it? just, she can't be trusted. She's definitely giving Disney villain in the reunion trailer too. Yeah. Like I'm really concerned about like what they're going to try to t- spin on Carl and Lindsay with all of this. Like, let them be happy. I think it's just haterade for real because like all of them so- work so hard to like curate an image and get followers. And then even though they may not have the most followers, people are just like really excited for Lindsay and Carl because it seems sincere. You know what I mean? Right. And the fact that Andy was like, no one in the group has liked the photos of you guys on Instagram. I'm like, wait, really? One, I was like, that's the dumbest that's thing. That's very petty. Yeah. yeah. Like who the fuck cares? But obviously if anybody's going to care, it's going to be that group of people. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. But yeah, so they did their little final party. Um, they all jumped in the pool together, which I thought was like a very cute kumbaya moment. Like it actually, my hormones are a little off this month for some reason. So I'm having like what feels like PMS symptoms, even though I just had my period. And so I was like getting all teary when they were saying goodbye the next day at the end of the Labor Day weekend. Uh I was like, somebody play I Will Remember You by Sarah McLaughlin right now. That's what I need. Yes. Also, then, I loved Danielle and Robert discussing Charleston and oh yeah, the fact that Danielle was like, okay, like I agreed to go, but it's because we discussed certain things that were going to work for me in order to go. And I yes. like that she's just very much like, you know, like women in self-preservation, which I think is so necessary. Um, <laughs> it speaks to us in particular. Yeah, in particular. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. Um, and that they had that mature discussion so that she was comfortable enough to like go. 
And yeah. I, um, I really like that we're seeing a lot of their relationship because it's like modeling an actual healthy, yeah. so I mature wonder what relationship. Plan. If he goes to Charleston, are they going to put them on Southern charm? Or is she just going to come well, back for summer? Spoiler else? alert. He didn't go to Charleston. Oh, he went to Aspen. Like he works. Oh yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. So like, I think he works for a, like a restaurant or like restaurant company or something where like they do the summer in the Hamptons. So it works out well because mm-hmm. that's where she goes for the summer for work now. And then he does the winter in Aspen. So gotcha. it's like, it's literally called like the surf lodge and the Aspen lodge or something like that. Oh, nice. I see it a lot when I'm on our um, pod account and I'm like scrolling. So what through. does he do between the months? Maybe he freelances. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he cooks for his girlfriend. I don't yeah. know. He probably makes enough money to Oof. chill right oof that would be so nice but maybe there's business stuff i don't know india dating yeah (laughs) i'm just all i can say is that's what i've gleaned from the social media yeah um i like that alex and andrea actually became genuine friends like alex was so like supportive checking Mm -hmm. in on him with all of his like but andrea has me stressed too because like at first i was like oh i love how like this is always what happens to me first of all in real life this is always what happens to me when a man is like very expressive about emotions and like relationships and stuff, like I find it so attractive because I'm so restrained and like internalize a lot and yeah. I don't like to share out loud. And so I'm like, oh, look at him. Like he's in touch. He's sensitive, blah, blah. But then they go to this extreme place. Like when he was just talking about like how he was crying and not sleeping and not eating, I was like, that's too much. Like that's not stable. And it's your fault. <laughs> like, you, but also like you don't have to go that far you <laughs> like you never far. need to go that far yeah. people um of all genders all identities well, you can't no sleep. one should make yeah. you like that's cute in a movie that's cute when you're a teenager but like we all need to take care of our physical mental and emotional well-being For first. Sure. and no one should be altering the homeostasis in your body unless it's like for good day. but you right. know like otherwise right you shouldn't situations but you shouldn't be ill over somebody yeah no and that wasn't even your boyfriend i mean your girlfriend sure wasn't Oof. all right yeah so i like as that happened i went i've been tricked again and it just brought (laughs) me back to like 2009 (laughs) i was like this is very sensitive the worst yeah i I always think that they're probably very sensitive and very like romantic and but then they just go like so left with the yeah. sensitivity. It's like if you want the sweet sensitivity, you have to deal with like the angry. Sen- no, I can't. Right. Someone stable, call me because I can't do this. <laughs> and then they, yeah, they said their goodbyes. It was very cute. And um, then, like I said, I didn't really care about all this wedding prep. I would rather not discuss it. The fact that they got COVID, I would rather not discuss it. Like it was just so stupid. It was such a waste of my time. Yeah. Um, I'd rather just focus on the wedding day if that sounds good to you. Yeah, no. It's there was a lot. 14 days before the wedding, but. Ooh. Yeah, I got COVID around then too. And here I am talking to you guys. So yeah. everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that one of the first sound bites we get on the wedding day is Paige saying, I can't believe we're doing this. <laughs> that was a loaded statement it really was that was an intentionally loaded statement where she was like are you sure you're doing this amanda um i also like i'm so from my like solo podcast i was talking with some friends we're doing the movie he's just not that into you which Mm -hmm. was actually really fun to go over and um one of the characters talks about how there are people who just like live for the drama like they love like not knowing if that check is going to clear or if they got something in at a deadline. And I was like, I can't relate to that at all because I'm like a very pre-planned, organized, diligent, managerial person, right? Like I need things in a certain order. Same. People are asking me to hang out and I'm like, are you free in November? Like I have things booked and organized ahead of time. And so like that, their pride over getting everything done in the past, in the last five days I was like, can't relate. I would derive no satisfaction from that whatsoever. I would actually just feel still sick emotionally that day because I would just be like, did we rush all of this? You know what I mean? So I was just like, I was truly appalled. I was like, you two disgust me. (laughs) 
I'm like in between like a planner and a procrastinator. Like I'll plan and then some things I'll just wait till the last minute to do. But it's not because I like the, the I don't, maybe I do. Maybe it's like self-sabotage. But would you procrastinate your wedding plans? No, your dress fitting? Not. No. Your tuxedo? Like but the they had COVID. They, no, but still. There was a lot that they was before the COVID of it. Oh, yeah. Like the dance and. It got even, it just got even more squished yeah. because of the COVID because they waited so long. And I just, yeah. I can't really. If the wedding and the tux fitting were like the last things they needed to do, then okay. Which is still stressful. But everything else should have probably been done before they before like the at two least weeks. two to three months. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was ill, and then of course they said a prenup was no longer in the mix. Like, Those are your choices, y'all. The choices they're both rich, have. so I don't really care. They're rich white yeah. kids from the Northeast, like right. They'll be they, okay. Neither of them want for anything. I I don't feel bad for either of them. Uh, I love that Paige made. Amanda writing her vows about how her and Craig just went to a wedding together. I was like, I, I roll. She's like, okay, so when I went to this wedding with Craig, they said something really cute. Let me go call him. And it like, says Craig, uh, Paige's boyfriend. I was like, okay. But also like, I, I saw that in the beginning of the episode too, like before the wedding. And I was like, did they say that? Cause you know, he made that whole situation about how they were exclusive, but they still weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember that transition, but I guess it happened. Either. I mean, it took so damn long. Thank God. Right. Um, I did love the floral designer. Like, I love the bouquet mm-hmm. that she did for her was gorgeous. So pretty. Because I just, like, I think I've said it before. Like, I've never envisioned, like, I was never a little girl who, like, dreamt about her wedding Me day either. or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I do love weddings, like, other people's yeah. weddings. And I love them in movies. Like, I love seeing all those choices. Like, what decor are you going to use? How is her dress? Like, what's the first right. song? What the are the flowers? I love all those elements. So the flowers were... Open bar, the uh, food. Open bar. Don't invite me if there's not one. I don't okay. want to go. Put that in the invitation. Okay. Period. Like, I support my friends who are sober, but don't invite me to that wedding. That's yeah. all I've got to say. I think there's maybe been, like, one... No. I don't think so. I was going to say, maybe there was one wedding where there was an alcohol. I think it was just, like, a wedding where I didn't drink because I didn't know too many people. So, like, you know, just needed yeah. to handle myself. But I was like, no, I don't think I have friends who haven't had a bar at their wedding. I'd be... I'd be hard-pressed. I do yeah, know I a couple of my people, friends though. have had an open bar. I mean, it's it's the right thing to do. Yeah. It's not a party about your love. It's a party for all of us to worry about what we're going to do with our lives. That's what that's for. Right. But I also like, I found it, I don't know if this is like an affluent people thing, but like serving drinks before the ceremony, I was like, that's risky. You want somebody toasted when you're trying to say your vows? You know what I mean? Because they had all the alcohol already flowing when people arrived. Yeah. I also love how everyone realized how rich Amanda actually is. Like her family actually is when you saw that backyard. Huge beyond because at first I was like oh yeah it is like really big and I'm not surprised and it's right on the lake but or then, pond or something right yeah but then later when they did the aerial shot with the tent apart from where the ceremony was because I thought it was like a switcheroo you know how like some yeah. they'll just like like they could have sent them to the porch or the patio or whatever where the drinks were and then back out to the tent was like replacing where the ceremony was no 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 the ceremony was in like a far corner of the acre and then the tent was like in the middle. Right. It was like bigger than the sunken gardens. Yeah. It was, it was huge. Massive. And I was like, this is why this girl, everything is the worst thing that's ever happened to her because like she has been fine her whole life. Exactly. And listen, we meet people where they're at. Everyone has a different starting line, but still, I was just like, this is why you guys, this is why she's like this. Okay. Um, I was weak at Kyle's mom shimming in her robe before the wedding, like when she came to say hi to him. And she was like, hey, it's a wedding day. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I love the part when she was like, I didn't drink enough. And then oh, you yeah. go to the grandma and she's like looking at her glass like it's empty. Like I just got a screenshot of it because grandma's like, why is this empty? Like, where is my Oh, bed? I did not catch that. I did not see that. I just saw her when she said, I forgot to pregame. I was weak. Uh, I do... Um, like I said, I love weddings and I love love. So when 
they did their vows. I did. And again, the hormones are off right now. So I got real teary when they were doing their vows, even though they were super generic because a beautiful statement is a beautiful statement, no matter who says it. Yeah. Lipstick is lipstick, even on a pig. So I enjoyed it. Like both of their vows were nice. The I don't think it was in the vows. I think it was in the confessional when Kyle said a line that was something along the lines of, this is the path we chose. I was cringing. I was nervous. I said, I don't know if that's like exactly the statement that you want to say about you and your life partner, but here we are. You uh, know, the choices so, that we make. <laughs> yeah. And I think, um, I think, uh, Amanda's dad I'm sure it was like a sparkling like a spin drift or something but it looked like a Bud Light seltzer before they walked down the aisle and I was like yes keeping it classy before you right. give your daughter away um Carl did a decent job and it's an efficient he loves like weird punny jokes though which is not my thing the daddy joke was too much but for me I kind of liked the daddy joke but you have to have the right crowd to make the daddy joke. that okay yeah I think they did have the right crowd like clearly it's a you know like I said like a white affluent like kind of the rich trashy people you know yeah. and because that I mean that that uh what is that called that reception got rowdy the mom like reception. you could tell when Amanda's mom had had her drinks because when Kyle was doing his speech and they were like it went from a wedding disaster to a and she just literally starts screaming wedding amazing I was like all right Miss Donna I know you she, have been served yes <laughs> like you have had such a move like you are having a good time right now. right and I fully supported Sierra when she said I came looking hot as shit so that Austin knows what he lost that on. And did Love he? a revenge stress moment. Did he? Because he was chasing Lindsay around all night. The, I think the editors committed to the choice of not including too much Austin content now that there's yeah. been such Austin backlash. Yeah. But he sure was. He could probably tell the Lindsay Carl thing had started and was trying to then get back into those good graces, which is so embarrassing. I was weak that Lindsay and Carl were talking and Austin walks up and she's like, go away. Like, go get me a drink or something. I love her. She did not give a fuck. He, I thought he was like a random guest when that happened because he was off screen when he said like, hey, great officiating man. And Carl's just like, thanks, dude. And so I thought it was just a stranger that was a guest at the wedding. And then when Lindsay was like, go get me a drink. I was like, oh, that was Austin. I thought yeah. he was nobody. And he was just and, like, okay. and it certainly came that way. Uh, and the only line from their vows that I couldn't stand, but I guess this is what most of society will say nowadays is when Amanda said that she fell in love with a picture of him on Instagram. I was like, and that is what's wrong with this whole relationship. Yeah. She also had lots of different faces. And the fact that she um, said she chose to love him the day that she met him. And I'm like, no one chooses to love someone the day that they meet them. I'm sorry. No. Like. They sure don't. Mm -mm. <sighs> this isn't the 1800s where we're This isn't the Gilded Age, which wasn't the Met Gala theme. Sorry, I can't <laughs> yeah. let go. I'm still so mad. Not at you, but at society for being idiots. Yeah. I Correct. You know, it was wild watching the flashbacks from season one because there were lots of variations of her face yeah and she's so young she's your age Ooh. yeah money is crazy uh and i forgot that like kyle like cheated on her it was like I multiple was times else, like it's, drunk i feel like they went through and then proposed to her the same season <laughs> oh Ooh. yeah that was that was the beyond i just saw grandma's glass picture thank yeah. you that's perfect uh, but the reception looked bomb i love that everybody's dancing and like there was probably actually good dance music based on how we saw them dancing because they can't play it because copyright right. and stuff i was like i like people who get down because nothing's worse than going to a wedding reception and everyone's like very stale. middle school or stale i did go to a predominantly white wedding recently and it was actually really good i was i wasn't like surprised these are very close friends of mine but you just never know how the other guests will be. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you're never worried about your friend circle, but you're worried about the other guests. And we had a really good time. And then the next wedding I'm going to is going to be lit. I think I told you this. It's like half South Asian, half mm -hmm. Italian. I'm ready. <gasps> what if Andrea's there? 
I'll be unstable for a night. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> also, sorry, I keep shaking my desk like a mutant. But the tent was crazy. The party looked hella fun. I, I would have attended that wedding. Also, I was weak at Paige, just backtracking when she found um, Craig and she was like, I was looking for you like a kid at <laughs> a kid at their Christmas concert looking for their parents and I was she like, loves okay. trying to project her main character energy wherever she goes <laughs> she feels like a toxic mirror when I see her and I like her I'm like oh me and when I see her and I'm upset I'm like "Ooh, could be me yeah unfortunate yeah I'm very excited about the reunion I don't think we'll like break it down in detail but again we might just give a two yeah if there are like there. highlights because next I was about to say next year. Next week, we'll be covering Below Deck and Love, love match. match. I love that clip that keeps airing where they're like, we could do this nicely or we could do this unnicely. And I was like, yes, deliver incoherent lines. That's my yeah, favorite thing about I don't think I read into any of those. I mean, I rarely run into people like that. I don't go out that much, but. Like we said, we're going to sign you up for Love Match at the end of season two. When it takes oh my off. gosh, they probably have. I hope Family Karma comes soon. I miss Me them. Me too. I hope it comes earlier during the week so we can like keep up with Cover them. it and not yeah. lose our weekends because Indy and I are busy bees. I know. I'm booked this summer. I literally have to send people just weekends that are available at this point. <laughs> not in a braggy way, just in a, I don't know how to not overextend myself way. Yeah, which is good. I, you are a super pre-planner. I... I'm a planner and organized, but I have to take things like a week at a time. I can't do it like a month unless it's like, you know, a trip or like something like that. But otherwise, yeah, like, I just, I have to know in terms because of money, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I need to stay just afloat. Yeah. So if I'm going to say yes to everything, I have to know what I'm saying yes to yeah. and how far ahead, but there will be trips and I will regale you with all those tales. Yes, please. But in the meantime, guys. Love us, like, subscribe, rate. I don't know what all the verbs are, but do those things that the kids on YouTube tell you to because we yeah. are great. Yes, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Pop of Color Pod. Spelt the way it sounds, but it'll be in the description as well. Pop of Color Pod. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm just enunciating for the fans. Yeah. But, you know, on that note, guys, we will catch you next week. Have a great week. Toodles, poodles. I wish I could see our peace signs. Holla. <laughs> Holla. Holla.